episode 26. We are live. Welcome back. Um, a little bit of a quicker of an episode turnaround uh, this time uh, because the Niners are playing in the Super Bowl. Um, and I think that that is new uh, since our last episode. So the Niners are back uh, in the Super Bowl and, and facing a familiar opponent, Lucas. Yes, yes, we're back. I remember last episode we were praying to God that we we're going to be the Lions and it really took a prayer because that was a fucking it close game. Um, and, and we are back. We're back in the fucking Super Bowl. Brock Purdy is officially an NFC champion in his second year, as he should have been in his first year, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Um, and I'm on cloud nine. This being in the Super Bowl is great. Um, but like you mentioned, it's the Chiefs. This is not a, an easy team to beat, and we've lost to them before. Yeah, not at all. Um, you know, it, it, it sounds like you're a big Brock Purdy believer. I am too. Um, I would really love to have a, a Brock Purdy um, conversation slash yeah. slash argument with a hater on with a yeah with a Brock Purdy hater. Um, but you're not that guy, and neither am I. So um, mm. it'll have to wait for another day. But yeah, you know we're we're both all in on Brock Purdy. I've you know I've gone on the record on this show, always being all in on Brock Purdy. Um, and yes. yeah, you know, uh, knock on wood. He's never lost a playoff game um, when, you know, starting and finishing the game healthy. Um, and, you know, we're going to we're going to this. I mean, obviously, this is the biggest challenge yet, but we're going to hope that uh, the Niners keep doing what they've done since Brock Purdy's played played there. And it's been a win. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we are yeah. playing the Kansas City Chiefs, which means we are playing. Patrick Mahomes. And, uh, you know, obviously, it's going to be a huge challenge and. Uh, we, we got it done without it looking great against green Bay. We got it done without it looking great against Detroit. Um, but that was probably the most fun I've ever had watching a football game. Um, that Niners lions game. That was awesome. Uh, but for, for this game, I'm, I'm probably feeling, you know, I, I hate to say it out loud, but I'm probably feeling 55 chiefs, 45 Niners. Um, but wow. I, <laughs> You know, like that. <laughs> why, why does that? Why does that come to mind? I mean, it's... oh, not the score. I thought... No, 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 oh, no, not the score, like, not the score. No, the score of the game is <laughs> like my... to forty-five. Yeah, yeah. The the likelihood of who I think will win um, is probably like fifty-five Chiefs, forty-five Niners. Um, yeah, no, that would be an oddly particular score. Save that for your super yeah. squares. Origami. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, and so so this is this is what I'll say. You know, the, I the the Chiefs are the Chiefs, and Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes, and it's the Super Bowl. Uh, so that's where the fifty five for the Chiefs comes in. That's all it takes, um, for the Chiefs to have a, a perceived winning likelihood of fifty five percent. But I think just about everything else is in favor of the Niners because, um, obviously this hasn't been the case for the playoffs. Well, honestly, a little bit for the playoffs because the Chiefs haven't looked thoroughly convincing in the playoffs either. You know, they uh, their defense looked great against Baltimore, but they didn't score a single point in the second half against Baltimore. Uh, they had to get it done similar to a fashion that the Niners had to get it done. Um, the Chiefs did against the Bills. And, you know, they, they beat the Miami Dolphins when the weather was negative 10 degrees. So who cares? Um, and so the chiefs haven't looked, uh, you know, super convincing in the playoffs. They looked even less convincing in the regular season. This was probably the weakest 
regular season that the Chiefs had um, since their sort of dynasty started. And um, there's also the whole Niners side of it. You know, like I've, I've talked about the, the Chiefs so far, but the Niners, of course, I think this is the best Niners team that they've had since they started, you know, going to the playoffs under Kyle Shanahan. And their biggest weakness the last time that they played, their biggest disadvantage, I should say, the last time they played the Chiefs was that quarterback. And I'm not saying I think Brock Purdy is better than Patrick Mahomes. Not yet, anyways. Um, but, you know, we'll, <laughs> we'll see how I feel next Sunday when the Niners win. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> you know, I think I think Brock Purdy now is way better than Jimmy G was four years ago. Um, and I, I think Brock Purdy's uh, definitely a top 10, maybe pushing a top five quarterback uh, in the league. And I think that he is a quarterback good enough to win a Super Bowl. Um, if you build a good team around him, which the Niners have. And yeah, so last year, or sorry, last time when the Niners took on the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, they didn't have Brock Purdy, who's a great quarterback. They didn't have Christian McCaffrey, who's one of the two uh, best offensive players in the NFL, you know, next to Tyreek Hill this season. And their defense is still great. They also have Brandon Ayuk. Debo, uh, Debo's still great. Kittle's still great. And, you know, they have every they have everything they need to win a Super Bowl all year long. And really the last couple of years, they've been a team that's been good enough to beat anyone in the NFL. And just because they haven't didn't doesn't mean that they couldn't. And I, I really think the Niners are talented enough and good enough uh, to beat anybody in the NFL. They like they deserve to call themselves the best team in the NFL. They have the most playmakers, both on offense and defense in the NFL. And I think that's why the Niners can win this game. Um, and even though the Chiefs are great and Patrick Mahomes is great, you know, the Niners have everything they need to win this game. And, you know, they're not they're not going to get a better shot um, to win a Super Bowl than they are now. Great. Well said, Ryan. I really appreciated everything you said there. It was it was a very nice, um, like summary of why the Niners can win. And I agree. You know, I'm, I'm not I'm not going to come on here and, and say I disagree with any of that. I this Chiefs team is not as good as other chief teams have been. Um, it's not, it's a good team. Absolutely. It's a good team, but this is not the, um, you know, unstoppable force that we've seen in the past. I think that this water receiver core is obviously the worst that Patrick Mahomes has ever had. Um, their defense is very good, but they're not an elite run stopping defense. And the Niners have a very good run game. Um, Pacheco is probably their best running back that, that they've had, but, you look at Kelsey, who's been playing very well in the playoffs, but had an overall down year this year. Um, the Chiefs aren't an unbeatable team. I really felt like that Bills game, you know, the Bills could have won that game they maybe could've. four times out of 10, and they didn't. And then the Ravens, obviously, they came out and smoked the Ravens, but it seemed like that was more of a game plan situation. Like yeah. the Ravens completely shrunk. and. Yeah. Shortened their playbook and and Lamar was not scrambling in places where he should have been scrambling, which is crazy to see. Um, and then Patrick Mahomes did not have an amazing game in that game either. And somehow the Ravens allowed them to sort of choke them to death. Some bad plays also happened, right? The fumble out the back of the end zone um, again. Uh, and then you had a couple other turnovers throughout the game that were in favor of the Chiefs. So the Chiefs playoff run has been very good. It has been very good. But I don't think that it's enough to say the Chiefs are the best team in the AFC without a doubt. And there's no reality where 
Patrick Mahomes wouldn't be here in the playoff here in, in the in the Super Bowl. If you look at the NFC, the way that the playoffs turned out was not expected, but going into the playoffs, you would have said the Niners are the best team, right? They're the one seed. They have the best roster. They had been dominating teams all year. And what was the one thing that we hadn't done? We hadn't won ugly. We hadn't won these ugly games. We won two of them getting to the playoffs, getting to the to the Super Bowl, that is. So here we are um, in a very good position to win the Super Bowl. Uh, I like the Niners in this game. Obviously, you have this disparity in quarterback just because Patrick Mahomes is fucking Patrick Mahomes. But like you said, like you kind of you know, uh, alluded to, if Brock Purdy beats Patrick Mahomes in this Super Bowl, I am 100%, 100% going to make the claim that he's better. And I don't give a fuck. Like if someone comes at me, like it's it would be very simple. I'm not going to win. This hasn't happened yet. It's not happened. This is a complete hypothetical. But if someone were to pr- tell me that Patrick Mahomes was better than Brock Purdy, I would simply say, hmm, they should play each other on the biggest stage. See who comes out on top. Yeah. Right. What would have happened in that situation? We'll find out. We'll find out. So this yeah. would be the real yeah. the bowl to determine to finally determine who's better. Yeah. Brock Purdy or Patrick Mahomes. To, to settle um, the debate once and for all. <laughs> yes. And and like you were saying, there's no haters. But I did want to specifically call out um the part of my take podcast, which I listen to all the time. Um, because big fans I was fucking pissed. What? Big fans, by the way. <laughs> big fans, big fans. Love the love the podcast. It's great. They're not gonna hear this. But I was so pissed because I I listened, I was like, you know, I listened on Monday. It was it was after the championship weekend. And I listened on Monday and I was like just waiting for them to like start slobbering on Brock Purdy a little bit. And they were so enamored by the Lions and like their story getting to there that they didn't really mention the Niners like at all. And the only thing that they mentioned about Brock Purdy was that they didn't think that he was an upgrade over Jimmy Garoppolo. They said they said basically it was basically like, oh, like the Lions, like so close, amazing season. Dan Campbell, gotta love the guy. Just uh, some some bad some bad turns of events, but the Niners stacked on every level, the uh, elite playmakers at every level, and you just can't beat a juggernaut like that. Brock Purdy was carried again, and um, and he's not better than Jimmy Garoppolo was, and 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 that and that was absolutely infuriating to me. Um, they did walk it back and apologize on the next episode, good, because I'm sure that they got a lot of flack. Yeah, some from me because I went out of my way to specifically DM them on Twitter because um, <laughs> I was so pissed about it. <laughs> and then they, they apologize. <laughs> so that was yeah, exactly. As a, of course, man, as a as a Purdy stand, like you got to do that. So, yeah. um, it makes me it makes me want this even more. It makes me want this yeah. even more. Yeah, like if he can beat Patrick Mahomes, man. Oh, I know. Well, it's like I I don't get like I really don't get why there's like. Why, like, why is Brock Purdy controversial? Like, that's like, I know like, that's like, like the, the most controversial quarterback. Like, how, like, how can you hate Brock Purdy? He was the last pick in the draft. He was the third quarterback behind, you know, the, the, uh, what was the third, second or third overall pick, Trey Lance? Third pick. Trey yeah. Lance. Third, yeah. He was the, you know, third string behind, you know, uh, a Super Bowl champion quarterback in Jimmy G because he won a cup. Not- he won in New England. Okay. <laughs> hey, sure. hey, hey. Sake of our, for the sake of argument. Okay. Uh, 
a Super Bowl winning quarterback, <laughs> and, a Super Bowl participating quarterback. Yes, yep. and almost winning quarterback. Yep, yep, yeah. You know, he's 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 been in several Super Bowls and won. Yes, and received rings for some of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you know, he comes in as the thir- you know last pick in the draft, third string quarterback behind the third overall pick quarterback and this you know other Super Bowl related quarterback. Um, Someone who has been closely associated with the Super Bowl. Yes, um, <laughs> yes. And, you know, gets his chance and plays, you know, balls out of his mind. Um, and people are like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> like, and, it, you know, it's he's like, it's not like he's an Crazy. unlikable guy. It's not like he's spitting on people or shoving cameramen or, you know, getting arrested. You know, like, he's not doing any of that stuff. Like he's he's a very likable guy doing very likable things. But people are like, nah, nah, this guy's a fraud. This guy sucks. Like. It's and I, I don't get it. And like and and the like the number one telltale sign of someone who thinks that Brock Purdy isn't a Jimmy G uh, isn't an upgrade over Jimmy G. That is a huge sign that you don't watch 49ers games like because, yes, like, you know, like obviously there is there like, yeah, Purdy's better than him in stats. But like more than stats, he is so much better than him in the eye test and, and in film like he just looks so much better and he plays so much better. You know, because he he doesn't turn the ball over. He picks up third downs. He can fucking pass. You know, it's like Jimmy G couldn't do any of that stuff. And Brock Tight Purdy windows. and like and Brock the Purdy has, has the stats that says he's the best in the league. Like he's the best third down quarterback in the league. And Jimmy G was like the worst. Yeah. And it's just you know it's it it it's you know there, there's really not an argument if you actually watch 49ers games and you watch film. Yeah. Like anyone anyone who like doesn't think Brock Purdy is good, doesn't watch Brock Purdy because it's very plainly obvious if you watch Brock Purdy, he's very good. Yeah, it's just, it's this like, I, and it sucks because it's the big names on the Niners, right? We have, the Niners have a bunch of big names. Yeah. You know, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey, you know, Ayuk now is kind of a, a big name, Trent Williams. Um, but... When they make a great play, which they do, obviously these are great players. They make great plays, so that's the highlight that everyone sees, and they see the highlight on ESPN or whatever of Christian McCaffrey catching a screen pass and running for forty yards for a touchdown or whatever, and they think this fucking fraud Brock Purdy just got away with another one, which is like, sure, that's a touchdown that goes towards his stats that count, but if you watch the rest of the game, there are very few mistakes that this player uh, this that he has made, and I would argue. His worst game that we didn't lose was the Packers game. And maybe, you know, he played better in the, in the Lions game, but it wasn't his best game either. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, people just people just see the, the national stage. Whenever it's on the national stage, they have this weird opinion of him. Um, and I think it's partially because of just the highlights that come from the other players. And then also maybe on, on so far recently, these huge games, he hasn't played amazing. Um, well, whatever that's, we're both in agreement here. So we're happy we can, and we're in the Super Bowl, So who gives a fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. No, well, yeah. And to, to add on to your point about, you know, oh, how they see the, you know, the Christian McCaffrey screen pass that goes 40 yards for a touchdown. Sure. You know, yeah, that that's McCaffrey's touchdown. But you know, what you didn't see was two plays before it was third down and 11 and, you know, Brock Purdy throws a fucking perfect ball right over the middle of the field to Juwan Jennings for 13 yards and picks up the first yeah. or scrambles out of the pocket and hits, 
uh, use check for 12 yards on the sideline. You know, it's like, you know, you, you yeah. don't see that because it didn't get housed. But like those touchdowns don't happen without those Brock Purdy plays before it. It's true. It is very true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the the line for this game, I think it has the Niners favored by one. I saw I, I actually, saw one and a half. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I actually like because everyone looks at that and they think, how can you not bet on Patrick Mahomes? Right. We bet we didn't bet on Patrick Mahomes. Say they bet on Patrick Mahomes in the Ravens game or they didn't or whatever. And then you lose that bet if you if you bet against him or you win it if you bet for him and you say, yeah, Patrick Mahomes is an underdog. Of course, I'm going to take that every fucking time. So the fact that Vegas they, still Vegas has Patrick Mahomes those. as an underdog is that means they really, I think that Vegas really thinks that the Niners are going to win. So I would assume that most of the money is on the Chiefs. Um, so I like I like that Vegas thinks the Niners are going to win. Makes me a little bit more confident. We do have a pick 'em though, me and you. And oh, it's we on are the line. Doing, we are going head to head. I believe that. So in our playoff pick, and we did not do this for the podcast, but we did this separately, um, where we picked playoff teams. You get one point per playoff win, two points for a Super Bowl win. Um, my roster included the Kansas City Chiefs, and Ryan's included the San Francisco 49ers. And I believe right now I have a one point lead on you, yeah. which would mean that. If the Niners win, you win. If the Chiefs yeah. win, I win. Yeah. And for me, that's a win-win, but uh, not really. I mean, I'll still be more sad that the Niners lost yeah. if we do lose. But <laughs> Would you rather win the Super Bowl or your pick them? <laughs> my $75 richer. Yeah. Uh, I would I would obviously much prefer the Niners to win. Yeah. Uh, my friend, my friend, uh, he just placed 200 bucks on the Chiefs as like an emotional hedge. You know what I mean? So I feel <laughs> yeah, like I have a, yeah, yeah. a lesser version of that. But I feel you, yeah. And it, or, um. How much was the buy-in for our pick? Was it 50 bucks or 20? 25. 25. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, but uh, anyways, you know what? After, you know, I, 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 th I, think, I think we're wrapping up, you know, everything we got to say about the Super Bowl. And I think after hearing and saying everything, I, I'm, I'm going to change how I feel. Um, um, I think I'm actually going to go like 55, 45 in favor of the Niners. Hell yeah. Even though, even though, you know, um, the Chiefs are still the Chiefs. Mahomes is still Mahomes, and it is the Super Bowl. You know, it's like that's all that's all we've been able to say about the Chiefs, and everything else has been in favor of the Niners, including how the Niners themselves are playing and the players that they have. And it's just at a point where it's like, you know, it's it's frustrating that you know, in in a situation where almost everything is going in favor of one team, you don't want to give the other team that much of a shot. And it's like, well, shit. Like, if the Chiefs are really this bad, how come how come they have such a good chance of winning? And that Patrick is Mahomes. frustrating. Um, but it's like, no, like if, if, you know, it's like, like if, if the Niners can't beat the chiefs now, then they can't beat the chiefs period. And I, I, I don't believe that, you know, I, I think the Niners right. are the team that can beat the chiefs and now they have favorable circumstances to do so. Um, and so it's just like, if, if they can't beat them now, or I guess if they don't beat them now, then when will they, when can they? Um, and that, right. that's just, that's just something I don't, you know, don't really want to, uh, you know, fathom, <laughs> you know, like, just yes. not, you know, it's like, yeah, like yeah. the Niners, the nine, it's, it's not like the Niners aren't the Niners can't not beat the chiefs, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. And, uh, and so it's like, if, if, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. I'm repeating myself. Yep. All right. Well, well, there we go. That's your Super Bowl preview from two 
Niners fans, yeah. <laughs> obviously. But uh, yeah. All right. We're on to perhaps a more delusional thought. Um, <laughs> yeah. With a little bit more delusion than our right. Super Bowl. So, but go ahead, Ryan. Yeah. So um, I was I was at brunch yesterday. And, you know, le- as I do, you know, every waking hour of every day, I was lamenting how the Warriors probably aren't going to put it together this season and they they need to make some changes. Um, and then it occurred to me, oh, wait, it's not all sunshine and rainbows down in L.A. LeBron's been talking about, you know, maybe opting out. He's going to want to play with Bronny this this next season. This is the, this is where things start. You know, we start scheming a little bit. We get a little mischievous. Um, Mm -hmm. so here's my plan, you know, and listen very closely, Mike Dunleavy Jr. The Warriors before the deadline or on draft night are going to have to move Andrew Wiggins for a first round pick. And it doesn't have to be a lottery pick. It doesn't have to be a good first round pick. Doesn't even have to be an okay first round pick. Just has to be a first, a first round pick. And you you can definitely get at least one first round pick for Andrew Wiggins because if 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 there's a team that feels like they're an Andrew Wiggins away from a championship, they will give them one first round pick at least for Andrew Wiggins, probably more. You know, especially some of these other players that are you know like the 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 Nets are asking for two first round picks for Dorian Finney Smith. Oh my God! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I know is fucking ridiculous. But if 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 in employed NBA executive can ask for two first round picks for Dorian Finney-Smith, then Andrew Wiggins, there, there will be a team that will pay two first round picks for Andrew Wiggins. Anyways, we just need one though, because the Warriors don't have their own first round pick this year. But so we trade Andrew Wiggins for that first round pick, maybe to the Thunder, to a team that can take on his salary, get an experienced playoff veteran, and we'll probably have not the best first round pick this year, and we don't have to take on that much incoming salary from the Thunder because they don't really have that much incoming salary. And they'll be able to pick up Wiggins without giving up much salary. And then we use that draft pick to draft Bronny James Jr. out of USC. We then cut Chris Paul. And now we have all this cap space that was previously occupied by Andrew Wiggins and CP3. And we sign LeBron James. We bring together the father-son duo to the Bay. And then we re-sign Clay for the down low, and then it's ring number five for the game. Wow, I I don't see how that can't happen. Like I'm thinking about it, like, <laughs> really like it it will happen. No other outcome. And there's there's no other yeah there's no other scenario. Yeah. Um, I do have one other scenario maybe, and that's that's the trade scenario. You know, LeBron. The Lakers aren't doing great, and LeBron, I think, is on the last year of his contract, right? He, um, he has a player option for next year. A player option. So, assuming, you know, assuming we're we're playing along with the fantasy that LeBron James wants to play with Bronny James next year, so he will eventually go to whatever team selects him with the draft pick or picks him up undrafted. Um, they would trade LeBron James this year. So you could trade LeBron James this year and then sign Bronny James potentially as an undrafted rookie next year. Obviously, Bronny would choose the team that LeBron is on if he was an undrafted rookie. And I'm sure that LeBron would be like, yeah, you're signing Bronny. Um, and any team would be like, okay, sounds good. Um, <laughs> so you got to trade for LeBron. 
the trade for LeBron, one year, and, and the Lakers aren't in a great situation. The Warriors are not in a great situation right now. Well, so in, the, in this scenario, are we trading for LeBron or are we signing LeBron? This is a trade for LeBron scenario. It's a sign right now or in the offseason. It's now trading okay. for LeBron now because we need to also win a championship now. We right. need we need to win two chips. Yeah, you yeah, understand yeah. here. Um, so we trade Chris Paul expiring contract. We trade Andrew Wiggins. We trade Brandon Pajemski. We trade Jonathan Kaminga. And that's it. And then we go home. And we win a championship this year. I don't want to get rid of Kaminga. Obviously, I love I love Kaminga. Yeah. He's been playing amazing. He's been playing incredible recently. Mm-hmm. Um, he's coming into his own. Actually, he looks like he looks like the second best player on the Warriors. Right yeah, now, which he does. Cool. Um, but to get LeBron James, you got to pay a, a premium price, and yeah. Jonathan Kaminga might be that price. So maybe it's maybe maybe we leave off Pajemski here. Maybe it's just Kaminga. Yeah, Kaminga let's not Wiggins. get ahead of ourselves, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Kaminga. Wig, actually, no, you, you have to keep Wiggins too. For salaries, you have to keep Wiggins. So you go Kaminga. Uh, Chris Paul for LeBron. I don't James. think I don't think Chris Paul is worth a penny to the Lakers. No, he's LeBron just for James. salary. He's just for salary. I know, but it's like they. I think they'd rather have Wiggins than Chris Paul. Sure. Okay. Either way, doesn't matter to me. <laughs> they can have Wiggins. Right. Yeah. Wiggins and Wiggins and, and Kaminga for LeBron. And we signed Bronny. Bronny actually ends up being good. And LeBron stays in the league for 10 more years. And so does Curry. And we win 10 championships. Yeah. That's how we do it. It's really that easy. Um, LeBron goes goes down as an all-time warrior. Yes. Yes. LeBron was admitting along the way. Admitting along the way that Curry was better than him the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Um, Yeah. And, you know, it... The, the the latest mock drafts have uh, Bronny James not even getting drafted, which is bullshit because there will be one NBA team that's going to want that LeBron James leverage and is going to know that their second round pick is absolutely worth that. Yes. You know, and yeah, I think I think realistically he does go in the second round. Like, yeah, 100%. Whatever team in the mid-second round that says we might have a shot at signing LeBron, you know, I don't think that one of these bottom tier teams would do it because they'd be like, at the, like LeBron's not going to sign with the Rockets, you know. LeBron's not going to sign with the Spurs. Maybe he would sign with Spurs. Actually, Spurs are also pretty good. Um, yeah, I don't, he's not going to sign with the Pistons. So, right, I don't right. think that, that those teams would waste their early second round pick on him. But I think it all mid, it takes is round. Right, exactly. And and yeah, you know, it's like there are a, there are a lot of NBA teams where Bronny James and the leverage that he comes with is worth way more than this kid who's playing in Spain or in Turkey or in Slovakia or at Florida Gulf Coast or at Oakland College. You know, like NBA second rounders are, you know, it's it's so easy to point out all the NBA second rounders that do turn out into something. But for every one of those players, there are 15 of them who don't even start a single game in their NBA career. And LeBron, uh, Bronny James is worth more than that. Yeah, I agree. The leverage that you have over LeBron is worth yep. more than one yep. fifteenth of a second round player. You know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. So uh, episode good. 26 is, uh, is in the books. Thank you always for listening. And we will see you guys next time.